This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Gentlemen, thank you very much. A great job by the AMI crew here filling the airwaves between games, and we appreciate all their work both on air and behind the scenes. Such an important partner here this weekend. We can't thank Accessible Media Inc. enough. A great job by AMI. Is you're tuned in to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. We get you set for this final round robin game in the open division between a couple of teams still searching for their first wins here as Team Yellow gets set to take on Team Red. Should be a great game here as we've got Joey Cabral starting in net for Team Yellow. Aaron Prevo gets the nod for Team Red. And a couple of scratches here for Team Red of note. Rick Oriold and Scott Roberts are both out of this game. And Alex Angus McKechn is going to be dressing for Team Red. So he's pulling double duties on back-to-back games with literally, well, I'm going to say, what, six minutes of, uh, of uh, rest time in between. Should yeah. be interesting how he feels at the end of this day. Uh, he goes pretty much, uh, here, grab a drink of water, switch your jerseys, you're going <laughs> right back out there. <laughs> uh, you know what, it's, uh, it's funny, though. He's, he's the type of player, though, that, that can probably play that extra game. Uh, one, one of the uh, one of the players I've enjoyed watching these last two years that I've covered this tournament, and uh, you know what, a, a pretty good addition to this hockey club for this game, anyway. Absolutely. Uh, we should note that it looks like Francis Manella is on the bench here for Team Red, so we'll have to monitor the goaltending and whether they opt to change up Aaron Prevo at some point in favor of Manella. But it's going to be you and Easy on the faceoff here for Team Red as we're underway in this final prelim game between Team Gold and Team Red. Kelly Serbu, as Team Yellow get the puck at the far side boards. Kiefer Jones loses his edge, and Gallerno digs it off the wall. Vienna Uendizi comes up with it for Team Red. He'll dump it into the zone as Brian Mackey gives chase. Team Yellow get it out to Vince Ryan, and Kelly Serbu He's hustling to try beat out that icing, but just couldn't get to it ahead of the puck. Just like the National Hockey League and a lot of other professional uh, hockey leagues, the no touch icing comes in effect here at the uh, Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. We don't see it that often, and I think a lot of it has to do with just how heavy the puck is, Nico. Yeah. A lot of people forget that this isn't a regular puck where you can just touch it and it flies down the ice. You really got to muscle it down the ice if you're going to create a true indication of an icing call. Off the icing, we've got the face-off inside Team Yellow territory. They win the draw and get it out past Randy Banks. So Banks has to go into his own zone to retrieve it. As Martin Paul plays it to the far side. Simone Richard skating like the wind gets to that puck ahead of Mahan. Richard centers it right in front. Shot right on it, just trickled wide as Paul let that one fly. Richard picks it up in the far corner, shields it there from a couple of checkers, takes it to the near side, centered in front, and Cabral got just a piece of that, and now Mahan will clear the danger here for Team Yellow. Richard is flying here in the early goings, two minutes into this hockey game, set up a great play, but Team Red denied at the other end. Well, we talk about potential players who are 
going to be named to the Canadian National Blind Hockey Team. You have to think Simone Richard is in the running, one of the young guns here at the National Tournament, makes a good play as Ruddle feeds it down low into the corner for Richard. Tries the wraparound attempt, that's stopped by Cabral. Puck sitting there at the hash marks. Richard has it on his backhand and that gets poked away from him by Steve Gallerno. Gallerno, former top scorer here at the tournament, brings the puck up the ice, feeds it ahead for Stenicky. Stenicky takes it all the way behind the goal into the far corner. Blake Stenicky still has the puck on his stick and now he'll leave it at center ice for his defenseman, Roland Arndt. Arndt with some good stick handling, gets around a couple of checkers, makes the pass to Gallerno. Nice play here, coming off the bench. Great chance, and Prevo makes a couple of good saves. Second opportunity, Prevo gets the paddle down, and he makes a few huge saves there to keep this scoreless as Team Yellow were banging away. Kelly Serbu right there in the middle of it, but couldn't put it in. Aaron Preview came up with some really good saves in the earlier game, and he's kind of continuing off where he was in the morning session. Two big stops. This score still deadlocked at zero. Could have been one nothing right now for Yellow if it wasn't for that goaltender from the uh, Calgary Seeing Eye Dogs. Off the faceoff. Team Red can't clear the zone. Held in here by Serbu. Tries to put it on goal. It goes wide to the near side corner where Team Red's Martin Paul comes up with it. Paul plays it into the skates of Uendizi. That gives Gallerno a chance to scoop it up. He makes the pass over to Serbu. Serbu gives it back to Gallerno, takes the shot, just goes over top of the net. As Serbu has it here for Team Yellow. Tries to feed it back out front. Ruddle got a piece of that, and now it's Butterfield at the far side who plays it up to Uendizi. He chips that one up to... Ruddle, James Ruddle along the far side wing, tries to, oh, great draw pass, but just out of the reach of Martin Paul, who is trailing behind. Uendizi digs that puck out in front of the penalty boxes as Paul brings it across the line, feeds it over to Ruddle, but coming off the bench was Hugh LeCavalier, and he got tied up with Ruddle enough to break that play up. Wendizi tries to feed it back in front. Randy Banks at the point, lets the shot fly. Tipped there by Ruddle, and that just went wide to the post. A great tip by James Ruddle. Vienni Wendizi out of the corner, centers it right on, and Cabral holds that one for the faceoff with 10.30 remaining in the first. We're seeing opportunities at both ends of the ice, Nico. Still scoreless at zero about uh, five minutes into this first, but man, the goaltenders have been sharp, and, and maybe outside of that, that, that little bit of a lopsided score we saw earlier, they've really been the story of this tournament. Uh, in the previous tournaments I've been covering, there's a lot of goals, and that just doesn't seem to be uh, happening in this tournament so far, and I can see why. Yeah, it's tightened up. The goaltenders have certainly improved their games, and hey, let's give a lot of credit to the coaching staffs as well, who have clearly decided to employ a bit more of a defensive strategy here this year as Simone Richard with the puck. His first shot was blocked. Second shot off the side of the post. Richard continues to dig away for it behind the net. Wraparound chance and a good save there by Cabral as Mackey nearly tucked it home on the short side. Cabral just keeping it side-to-side uh, -side motion and, and not allowing anything to sneak through. A couple opportunities there for Team Red, but uh, denied. In the, uh, in the yellow goal. Nine and a half minutes remaining in the first period. You're tuned in to the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI. As Simone Richard gets set to take the draw here for Team Red. 
Wins it to the near wall as Paul tries to dig it off. That one's picked off and here goes Brian Cowie for Team Yellow. Gets it across center ice, not much further as Butterfield picks it up. Richard has it now across the blue line. He's got Ruddle with him. Simone Richard tries to spin away from the check, but a little too aggressive there and that's gonna be a penalty against Gallerno. As it's actually Serbu the guilty party, so Team Red will head to the power play here with one of the top players from Team Yellow going to the box. Yeah, not only not only that, and you kind of hit it right on the head there. Team Red will enjoy a power play, but Yellow won't have the services of arguably their best player trying to kill this power play. A big opportunity here to get that first goal on the board for Team Red. And it's Simone Richard on the faceoff here. So the power play underway for Team Red. James Ruddle has it at the far side hash marks. Feathers it over to Richard. Richard with a diving defenseman. Oh, another great save by Cabral as he got the right pad out. Vince Ryan made the first block shot and then Cabral came up with a massive save as Simone Richard, he's got the nose for the net, but he's yet to crack the goaltender, Cabral. Richard brings it back into the zone, drops it off. Scramble in front, Richard gets the shot in tight, and again, Cabral with another good save. Richard, that shot attempt blocked as James Ruddle in front there loses his twig. Kiefer Jones has it for Team Yellow. Jones makes the pass up to Gallerno as there's a minute 15 remaining on the Team Red power play. Gallerno taking some time off the clock, brings it all the way behind the net here into the far corner. Gallerno still with the puck on his stick. Ruddle did a good job there to get in the way of the shot from the point by Mahan. And then he'll peel off for a change at the end of a shift with 50 seconds remaining in the Team Red power play. Puck shot out to center ice where Randy Banks controls it. He'll hammer it back into the Team Yellow zone. And Gallerno first on it here for Team Yellow. Lifts that one up and out through the neutral zone. Just 35 seconds remaining here on the Team Red power play. They dump it right back in. It goes just wide of the far post. And with the net coming off its pegs, we'll have a faceoff outside the blue line. Team Red outside of a couple of opportunities earlier in that power play really haven't manufactured much of a scoring opportunity and scoring chances in the later part of that power play. About 15 seconds left in that uh, power play for Team Red and that I, I believe they were called on an icing call too which which doesn't really help especially when you're on the man advantage and, and really haven't taken advantage for their first time out. Well, and that power play goes by the wayside as they can't capitalize with the man advantage. We're back to five-a-side hockey here as Kelly Serbu out of the box, digging away for Team Yellow. Can't come up with the puck. It's back at the point. Nice job by Roland Arndt to feed it down low to Serbu. Oh, what a save by Prevo as he hugged the post and just covered up the short side on Serbu. Serbu out of the penalty box, making the most of his first shift outside of that. Couldn't get the puck past the goaltender, but uh, he was right there. Uh, Aaron was right there to make that stop. Made himself as big as possible on the side of the net, and uh, it was a great save by the goaltender. Simone Richard takes the draw for Team Red. He won it so well, it almost went over top the glass, and now he's got the <laughs> puck at center ice here. Richard brings it in. He's got Ruddle with him. Tries to feed it through. Great defensive breakup. There's the back pass. What a save by Cabral. 
Team Red celebrating as if it's a goal, but Joey Cabral makes the save, and the referees say no, no goal. That was very close. Yeah, when you look at it, it almost looked like the goaltender uh, Cabral had his pad inside the crease, but we don't have instant replay here, Nico. We, we haven't we haven't developed that in this league so far. But man, that was that was a close call, and you almost get the sense that Team Red is on the verge of something happening as far as scoring that first goal of the game. Well, Team Red just have three goals scored through two games played so far. But yeah, they're clicking offensively here, and they've done everything except put the puck in the net thus far. And if they keep up this effort, it'll just be a matter of time before they are rewarded for those efforts. As Serbu nearly causes a turnover inside the Team Red zone. Richard, he gets his pocket pick back to the point. That shot gets knocked down as Martin Paul, gutsy block there. He shoots it down the ice with 4.30 remaining here in the first period. Megan Mahan picks it up for Team Yellow. Mahan makes the pass as it was intended there for Cowie, a bit out of his reach, and now Uendizi has it for Team Red. Uendizi makes the draw pass to Mackey. Mackey under pressure there from... Blake Stenicky and Team Yellow cause a turnover but can't clear the zone on the first attempt. Now Stenicky gets clear possession and he'll skate it out. As Team Yellow delayed offside right now. Good play to hold off as Vince Ryan has the puck here for Team Yellow. Drops it to the far side. Gallino lets the shot fly and it just goes wide. Puck comes to the near side boards where Uendizi battling there against Stenicky. Stenicky digs it off the wall. Ryan knocks down the clearing attempt. Stenicky has it at the hash marks. What a save by Prevo. Rebound out to Vince Ryan. Tees it up and that's blocked fearlessly as getting in the way of that shot was Brian Mackey. Well, it's Team Red. Oh, Team Yellow score! A big shot that trickles through the goaltender Prevo and Team goal, uh, Yellow take a 1-0 lead. I was about to say, it was Team Red with all the pressure. Now Team Yellow answer right back. That's exactly it, Nico. A couple good opportunities for Yellow. Vince Ryan had a couple opportunities blocked as well. Puck trickles just to the side of the net, and it almost finds its way through an opening on the blocker side of Prevo. It's a tough goal to give up, but man, he had most of that net covered. It was just a great shot by uh, Team Yellow. They open up the scoring just under three minutes here in the first period of play. We'll have to wait for the official goal announcement, but I believe it's going to be credited to Blake Stenicky, the San Diego native, scoring here to give his team a 1-0 lead. As Simone Richard brings the puck into the far corner for Team Red. Two and a half minutes left in the period. Martin Paul lets the shot fly, and that gets knocked down by the stick of Kiefer Jones. Into the far corner where Joseph Del Grande makes a good play for Team Red to keep it alive. Now it's over to the far side wall, and it'll be Jamie Fodak clearing. Well, he couldn't quite clear the zone, got it to the line, but not out. Richard holds it in, fights off the check of Jones. Richard takes it in tight and just loses the handle on it as he cut to the net. Centered out to the far side, just out of the reach of Joseph Del Grande, but he holds it in at the line. Nice play there by Del Grande to get around a couple of checkers. Then he got hammered as Jones stepped up and laid the body on him. Kelly Serbu, he's got some room to skate, and here he goes. Puck on his stick, brings it across the line. Tries to feed that pass over to Cincinnati, but that's broken up, and now Team Red will bring it out with Vienni Uendizi. A minute 40 remaining here in the period. Uendizi dumps it in, no icing, so Arndt has to play this for Team Yellow. Off the boards, Arndt gets it back, and 
Team Yellow break out across center ice. They bring it in just offside here, and Stenicky gets whistled down with a minute 20 remaining in the period. Pretty tight hockey game on both ends, Nico, when you look at it. And you're right, for the most part, Team Red. Team just wanted to get confirmation yes. on that goal as well while I talk over it. You're absolutely right on the goal call as well. Team Red has had the better of the opportunities, but Yellow sitting back here enjoying that one goal lead. Looks like it's going to be that way entering this second period, but still a minute to go in this one. Off the faceoff, Team Yellow dump it into the far corner. Butterfield's got to give chase. Stenicky gets to it ahead of him. And he plays it over to the near side corner with 45 seconds remaining in the period. Team Red dump it out to center. It's scooped up by Gallerno. And under pressure, he just dumps it into the zone. Norman Blay gets the puck out, but quickly Team Yellow bring it back in as Steve Gallerno gets around a couple defenders. Center's in front just out of the reach of Brian Cowie as a great back check by VNU and Deasy to break up that pass. Uendizi picks up the loose puck, brings it into the zone. They got to make a pass here. He's got Bradbury with him. Uendizi tries to find him, now lays it off. Ten seconds left here in the period. Bradbury out, muscled off the puck. And maybe time for one last rush. The team's exchanging possession with the puck coming out in front of the penalty boxes. That'll do it for the first period. A good period for both of these teams, but after 15 minutes of play, it's a 1-0 lead for Team Yellow as Blake Stenicky gets his first goal here at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament. You know what? Uh, you have to think that if you're part of either one of these teams and they're gathered around their respective benches right now discussing strategy, discussing what they liked about the first, what they want to do differently in the second period, you have to think that both teams right now, Nico, are thinking, this is our game to win right now. It's only a one-goal uh, advantage right now for Team Yellow in this hockey game. Team Red has had some opportunities, but hey, credit where credit's due, and Joey Corral has been very, very good once again in the Team Yellow net, and a reason why there's no goals being scored for Team Red so far through 15 minutes of play. Quality first period from both of these teams. Both goaltenders put to the test, and we're just about ready for the second period. We'll remind you that you can connect with us through social media. Hit us up on Twitter, at David Bastel, at Bro Behind the Mic, at AMI Audio, and at CDN Blind Hockey. We'll get to a few shout-outs. Let us know who you're cheering on and where you're tuning in from, and we'll be sure to give you a shout-out here this afternoon. As you're tuned into the 2018 Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament presented by CNIB and AMI, second period... Just about set to get underway here as Simone Richard steps in to take the face off. Bit of a loose uh, skate lace on Vince Ryan, so the officials give him a quick hand there and we'll get the action underway. Yeah, you don't want to trip over that at any time. It's good for the official to point that out right away, fix it up, maybe stick it back in the skate, get some tape on it, anything but uh, handshakes around and uh, something that uh, you know possibly was prevented there from tripping over, which uh, could result to some sort of injury that we did not want to see. Well, and we already saw Vince take a tough tumble earlier yesterday. That's so right. yes, anything to prevent any further injury would uh, absolutely be good as we're underway here in the second period. Puck on the stick of Kelly Serbu from Team Yellow. Serbu tries to dump it off to Ryan, but a great back check by Richard lifted his stick and took that away. 
As the puck comes out to center and Team Red, well, they can't hold possession. It's on the stick of Vince Ryan now. Oh, look at that. What a play as he shields the puck from the checker. Centers out front. Galler, no shot. Rebound and they score. Serbu ties this game up at one, just 35 seconds into the period. That's all instrumental because of what Vince Ryan did here on the right-hand boards. Walks around, one hand on the stick, shields the defender, throws a beautiful pass out front. The shot was made, rebound came out, Serbu there to bang home his second of the game. Uh, just, just a great overall play by Ryan that was instrumental in this one. He'll pick up the second as this and maybe the most important of it as he was instrumental in everything happening in that offensive zone. A great play by Vince Ryan along the near side board, shielding the puck from the checker. It ends up in the back of the net and it's a 2-0 lead now for Team Yellow. As they continue to dig away for more. Jamie Fodak can't come up with that loose puck, plays it behind the net. Fodak in the far corner, there's the indication of the good pass, and just as quickly, Team Red gained possession as Del Grande skates it out of the zone. Uendizi loses that battle to Jones. Jones makes a good pass over to Cincinnati. He makes the pass across, shot, and it just goes over top of the net as Fodak let that one fly. Couple of young guns there for Team Yellow connecting as Pascal Cincinnati and Jamie Fodak, rep, uh, respectively of the Abu de Montreal and Toronto Ice Owls, connecting for a great scoring chance with 12.55 left here in the second period. 2-0, Team Yellow leads this after the goal moments ago by Kelly Serbu. Uendizi. Battling for the puck along the near side boards in there as well with Cincinnati and the puck comes out to the stick of Jamie Fodak. He brings it across the blue line, he's gotta make a pass, tries to lay it off for Jones. Jones gets it back to Fodak who plays it over to the near side corner. As they play it back to the point for Roland Arndt. Arndt tries to feather the shot through, that's knocked down, but the puck on the stick of Stenicky lets the shot fly and with three red jerseys in the vicinity, it's blocked by Dylan Bradbury. Red clear the zone. Nice play by Banks to knock it right out. Team Yellow dump it right back in. Fodak across the blue line. Good back check there by Richard. Lifts his stick and dispossesses the puck from him. Turned over, Fodak has it at the top of the far faceoff circle. Butterfield strips him of the puck and then Ruddle chips it down through the neutral zone. Battle for the puck, Ruddle comes up with it. He dumps it in all the way behind the team yellow goal as Kiefer Jones gets to that puck first. Shot off the half wall and that's impeded as Megan Mahan, or check that, Norman Blay let the shot fly and here comes team yellow back the other way. Gallerno, he's got players trailing but he can't feed the puck behind and it's into the near corner where Serbu picks it up for Team Yellow. Serbu gets knocked off his feet. No call, play continues on as Simone Richard brings it behind his own goal with 11.05 left here in the second period of play. Gallerno, Richard takes it away from him and the Canadian national goalball player and Paralympian takes the puck into the zone, makes the pass over to Ruddle. Ruddle takes the shot and it just goes wide to the near post and with the net off the pegs, play continuing on here as Serbu takes the puck away from Richard. 
Del Grande picks it up in his own zone for Team Red. Evades one checker and then dumps it in and a good job there by the veteran, Joseph Del Grande. Wendizi can't come up with that puck. A battle for it along the far boards. Bradbury there as well for Team Red, but it comes out to Del Grande and I think we may have too many men on the ice here against Team Red. This is going to be interesting. I think you're absolutely right. And uh, yep, yep, absolutely. Uh, and, and, and this is rarely called in this. Just because of uh, uh, where the puck was, I think it was called for that reason. Because uh, we've seen changes like this happen throughout this entire tournament. But uh, you know what? Picked a bad time for the referee to see everything. The puck within that control of the red bench. And, and Team Red will be serving a two-minute bench minor for too many men on the ice. So Brian Mackey in the box to serve the bench minor as we've got 10.04 remaining in the second period. It's a two minute power play here for Team Yellow already up to nothing. Vince Ryan makes the pass over to Serbu. Serbu tries to give it back to Ryan. Comes out of the corner right into the middle. Let's the shot fly and just misses the near side. Serbu tries the wraparound. That's sniffed out by Joseph Del Grande. Good defensive play. Kiefer Jones back to the top of the point. Vince Ryan shoots and scores from <laughs> off balance. He still gets the celly in from his knees, and it's 3-0 for Team Yellow. I like that. Ryan accepted the pass just in front of the high slot. Looked like he was going to take a slap shot, thought about it again, and, and, and let a shot go, but kind of fell off balance. It still found its way through. Did not go off the ice at all, but it was hard, it was sharp, and it found the net. And that's exactly why uh, Vince Ryan's one of the... Uh, hardest shooters in this league and in this tournament right now and he puts uh, team yellow up three nothing here in the midway point of the second period well vince ryan having a quick word with one of the referees maybe he wants the game puck as a memento <laughs> come on vince you scored earlier today that wasn't even your best goal yet come on a nice goal there for vince ryan as he puts his team up three nothing on the power play Tough break for Aaron Prevo. Really tough to track those shots when the puck's essentially silent. Really tough for the goaltender there on those shots from distance. Team Yellow bring the puck back in here. Uh, Cincinnati takes it into the corner, but he's met by the check of Butterfield. Nice work by Team Red defensively with eight and a half minutes remaining in the period. Puck out front. Corralled by Stenicky. His shot off the shin pads of Norman Blay and into the far corner. Jones tries to feather that one back out front. Top of the point here, Roland Art feathers it down low to the corner, but that's picked off by Richard, and now he'll skate it out for Team Red. Makes the pass to the far side, intended for Ruddle. As they battle for it, Richard backs him up. And neither team can get clear possession here. Now it's on the stick of Simone Richard. He gets around Kiefer Jones. Richard brings it in, tries to shield the puck from a couple of Team Yellow defenders. Richard picks it up once again. Good pass indicated so they can get a shot at any moment as Richard digs away for the puck. It comes out to the point for Joseph Del Grande. He holds it in, gets around the check of Stenicky, plays it down low to Ruddle, who lets the backhander go and it just goes wide. 
Behind the net, the battle for it out front. Shot right on, what a save by Cabral. As Martin Paul can't believe the goaltender made that save. Great shot, great uh, great save, and you're right. It's a uh, high slot. It was one-on-one -on -one with the goaltender. Cabral comes up with another big save, and that was a great opportunity for Team Red. Cycling within the offensive zone, just couldn't get it by the goaltender. And it's, it's why we're looking at zeros on the scoreboard for Team Red because of who's in the pipes right now for Team Yellow. Yeah, Joey Cabral doing a great job, and you got to think that type of play is going to put him in the conversation tomorrow afternoon when the first ever Canadian National Blind Hockey Team is named. They will be naming three goaltenders to the roster, so you got to think that Cabral's right in the thick of that race to see who gets named out of the top three. Here comes Team Yellow up the ice. It's Kelly Serbu shielding the puck. He's got an option. Passes to Gallerno, who just couldn't get a clean shot away. Gallerno corrals it, makes the pass to Serbu. Back to the top of the point as it's through the skates of Le Cavalier, but he recovers nicely and plays it down low for Gallerno. Gallerno to Serbu, who tucks it in on the wraparound. What a beauty. It's 4-0 for Team Yellow. Right place at the right time for Kelly Serbu, who, who just takes advantage of the goaltender moving right to left. He had that short side open. Great pass, found it at the right time. And uh, hey, another goal for Team Yellow here. They're up 4-0 in this contest. I wonder if we'll end up getting a goaltending change at some point for Team Red, and I say that uh, with it not being a slight against Aaron no. Prevo. He's played very, very well, but you almost got to think you want to kind of spare him from this, especially with this being the bronze medal game tomorrow. And considering that you have a goaltender on the bench, because right. a lot of times you don't even have that backup to go to as an option. And hey, playing time in this is critical. You go back to Aaron perhaps tomorrow for the bronze medal game, mm -hmm. give him the third period off. It makes a lot of sense to me. We'll see what the coaching staff does on Team Red. Simone Richard streaking up the ice here for Team Red. He's got the puck in the far corner. He's met by the check of Stenicky. Cleared to the line, and Butterfield makes a play for Team Red to keep it in. His shot blocked by Kiefer Jones. Bouncing puck, it'll be corralled by Stenicky as he brings it across center ice. Right into the zone, tries to drop it off for Vince Ryan, but that's picked off by Richard with five minutes remaining here in the second period. Kiefer Jones checking his options. Great pass there as he feeds that one over to Jamie Fodak. Uh, Stenicky just couldn't corral that rolling puck. Kiefer Jones keeps it in at the point. There's the buzzer, the indicator of the clean pass. Jones plays it behind the net, and it's dug out by Norman Blade. Ruddle banks it off the boards and just past the defender. And here goes Simone Richard in there all alone, but Dave, this has been the story for Team Red. Richard brings it up the ice and no one there to back and him up. And nobody there, exactly. We saw this with the previous game in Team Black where they penetrate the offensive zone, but you have to make that pass within the attacking zone, the blue line and in. And if you're the only person, there's no such thing as a breakaway, Nico. Yep. That's why you have to have at least another man there, and that hasn't been the case a number of times in this hockey game. Well, and I wonder if Team Red will start to mix up the lines at all. You've got a fast player in Vienu and Dizzy you're almost better off. I know you want to spread the wealth a little bit. As, oh, what a great save by Prevo. And then they bury the rebound. Stenicky with his second of the game. But a great first save by Prevo. And it's 5-0 now for Team Yellow. No defensive help around him either. He was left stranded there. Makes the initial pad save, a left pad save. The rebound was waiting there. Uh, made the most of his opportunity. It's now 5-0. And this game appears to be out of reach for Team Red. 
And again, I'll be curious if they end up mixing up the lines at all. I got to think when you've got a, a fast skater like Simone Richard, you need someone equally fast yeah. with them. I'd expect them to have Uendizi and Richard on the same line tomorrow, if not going into this third period. It makes a lot of sense, too, and you hope that the coaching staff could realize when they when they review the tape, so to speak, and they, and they see some missed opportunities where one person enters the zone and you need more than that if you're going to score in this in this game and in this tournament and they're simply not getting that so far team yellow keep the puck in at the line rolling shot great glove save by prevo as he tracks that long shot off the stick of megan mahan 250 remaining here in the second period team yellow with a commanding five nothing lead here in the final day of round robin action at the 2018 canadian national blind hockey tournament presented by cnib and ami full line change for both teams here as they send out five new skaters on either side face off just to the right of the goaltender uh, aaron prevo and we'll see what happens here in the last couple of minutes of the second period off the draw team red try to clear it out held in at the blue line on the far side nice work by team yellows megan mahan Digging away for it along the near boards. It's Richard who comes up with it for Team Red. Again, he's got space to skate. Brings it all the way into the zone. This time he's got a couple players with him. Dumps it off to Martin Paul who puts the shot right on. And Cabral somehow keeps the five holes shut to make a big save with two minutes left in the period. I can't help to laugh. Uh, we talk about asking people for shout outs and yeah. so forth. Well, we're, we're shouting out uh, Cam Jenkins uh, located <laughs> no more than two people to my right here in the press row at Mattamy Center. Always great working with Cam. This is day number two for us. Uh, it feels like a lifetime sometimes, but I, I kid you, it's been awesome. The panel's been fantastic. And uh, so far I've enjoyed this tournament. And I, I'm kind of sad that tomorrow is the last day, but nonetheless, a, ca a shout out to our man Cam here in press row. Well, we've got a penalty being called on the ice here, but yeah, I'll echo those sentiments. A great job by Cam and the whole panel just down to our right. They've done a great job. And again, a big kudos to AMI for coming on board and doing a great job here this year. Looks like we're getting coincidental penalties, or is it just I think the it's one just side? Just one, yeah. It looks like just Martin Paul. Okay. Yeah, they're not going to take Stenicky, so it's just Martin Paul heading to the box, and that'll be a power play for Team Yellow, already up 5-0, one for one on the power play here this afternoon. That's a roughing mine or two for uh, for Paul, I believe, and, uh, and yes, uh, with a minute left here in the second period, not the best of times to take a penalty such as that. Yeah, frustration's becoming pretty evident right now for Team Red. This weekend really just hasn't gone their way, especially here this afternoon. You know, you think back to their games earlier, the first game, a 2-1 loss to yep. Team Black in overtime. Earlier today, a 4-2 loss to Team Gold. So very close games, but here they just don't seem to have the same jump right now. You almost think that, uh, you know, you know, not to play uh, flashback, but mm. if they win that game in overtime, does yeah. it almost change their fortunes for the weekend? I think so. It gives you a completely different feel going into the rest of the action and such a heartbreaking loss in OT. That's a tough one to overcome. As Richard brings the puck in here, 20 seconds left in the period. Simone Richard from the backhand takes the shot. That gets turned away by Cabral. 15 seconds remaining, and it's Kiefer Jones who digs the puck out for Team Yellow. Can't clear the zone. Butterfield holds it in, but Team Red getting some changes on the fly shorthanded here as there's a minute remaining in the minor penalty to Martin Paul. Stanicky brings it into the zone, plays it up for Vince Ryan, and the buzzer sounds 
So that does it for the second period of play, a period in which Team Yellow flexed some muscle and they now lead this game 5-0. 5-0 and in full control and to start this third period, they will have 55 remaining seconds on this power play. I'm not going to say that, that, that it's out of reach for Team Red, but it's really getting to that point just because we haven't seen them penetrate the offensive zone as well as we should have. They have opportunities and almost don't make the most and do not complement each other in that offensive zone. Uh, a guy like Simone Richard has a lot of speed, but as you mentioned earlier in the broadcast, there just doesn't seem to be that finisher around him or that complementary player that plays uh, that style of hockey for Team Red. Perhaps it's something they change up the lines here in the third period. Perhaps it's uh, something that we see as as it looks like, uh, Nico, that there will be a goaltending change in Team Red. And, and you called this earlier. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. And I'll be curious to see how well this goaltender does in the third period and who actually gets the call for tomorrow's bronze medal game. Francis Manella coming in in relief of Aaron Prevo. And I think this is a good decision by the coaching staff. It keeps your main goaltender fresher for tomorrow and really keeps him in a more positive mind space because no goalie wants to leave a game midway through, especially after giving up five goals. But you want to make sure he's ready for that bronze medal game tomorrow. And on the bench right now, the coaching staff are speaking to Aaron Prevo about it. And I and I bet you not to, not to read lips from distance, but it probably is exactly what you said. We're giving you a breather. Take it easy right now. Think about tomorrow's game. That's the big one. That's the important one. This isn't necessarily your fault because of how he was left to dry and hang yeah. to dry in the in the defensive zone with, with some of the rebounds that weren't cleared up. But you know what? He'll get an opportunity tomorrow to make good on what happened today. Uh, he's a great young kid, a representative of the Calgary Seeing Ice Dogs. Aaron Prevo, no question. He'll rebound. And speaking of rebounds, they tuck it in there, but it's waved off. No goal for Kelly Serbu. No clean pass made, so with 14.25 left in the third, we'll have a face-off. Have to make that play, have to make that pass, and that's key to the offense, and that's why uh, in, in, this, in this style of tournament here at the Canadian National Blind Hockey Tournament, you won't see a breakaway. Yeah. And it's because of once you cross that blue line, you have to make that initial pass, and that's key to setting up the offense, and that's key on why one team is, is doing that properly and the other team not as much as they should. The only way you're going to see a breakaway is if we go to a shootout, which we did have in the child and youth division game. So the first ever shootout in Canadian National Blind Hockey is that shot right off the melon of Francis Manella. He makes a good save, but again, with the international rules in place, as soon as it hits the goalie mass, they whistle it down for a dead puck. Good save by Manella. He shakes it off and then some nice sportsmanship there as Kelly Serbu goes in to check to make sure he's okay. So off the faceoff, Serbu takes it away from Richard, plays it back to the near side, just out of the reach of the defenseman Le Cavalier. Le Cavalier under pressure, gives it away to Martin Paul. He's got Richard with him. Paul tries to feather it over, just out of the reach of Brian Mackey. And here comes Team Yellow, led by Kelly Serbu. He's got Vince Ryan with him. Serbu tries to make the pass, feathers it right in. Great save by Manella as Ryan trying to sell that it's a goal. But no, Manella, his Ibu teammate, makes a great save. Yeah, he did make a really good save. And there's no way that goal, that puck was remotely close to going <laughs> in. It's Vince Ryan just uh, trying to get the better. But, but nonetheless, a good play. Good two-on-one. The pass came across. Ryan just couldn't capitalize, came up with a big save. 
Vince Ryan a goal and two assists in this game. Three points in this 5-0 lead as his team firmly in control right now with 12.25 remaining in the third. Dumped in by Randy Banks. It goes over to the far corner where it'll be picked up by Mark Bentz. Bentz hammers it off the boards but not out. Played in behind the goal where Kiefer Jones, who's playing defense here in this game, he's done a good job on the blue line, a natural forward. He wins that battle against Uwindizi. Bradbury with the puck in the far corner, tries to sweep it out front. On second effort, he gets it there, but Stenicky picks it off and flips it out past El Grande. Uindizi comes up with a loose puck, brings it across center ice, and he fights off the back check there of Stenicky. Uindizi tries to feed in front for Ruddle, and he scores! Oh, a big goal there for Team Red as James Ruddle puts it in, and they're on the board with 11.35 left in the third. Ruddle's been in front of the net for a lot of plays, but just hasn't been able to capitalize like he did on that play. Good cross pass in front, and Ruddle was there to bang it home. Cabral just couldn't get, couldn't squeeze the puck as it did actually hit him and ricochet over on top. That's the first goal for Team Red, and that's got to feel good if you're if you're preparing for tomorrow's game that you have solved the goaltending uh, of uh, of uh, Joey Cabral because he has been the answer to Team Yellow in the hockey game. Well, and I don't know, maybe Team Red coaching staff heard us during the intermission because we've got Uendizi and Richard out on the ice together here after that goal. And, well, they'll try to cut back into this lead even more as Serbu has it behind the net, tries to play it over near side, but Richard picks that off. And here goes that combo of Richard and Uendizi. The two can skate. Let's see if they can capitalize. Pass in front for Uendizi, takes a shot, and he scores! And count the comeback, Team Red marching back. They were down 5-0, it's now 5-2. And you know what, it's, it's funny you say that too because when we see the speed of these two players down the ice, you knew the cross pass was happening. But the thing that I liked about that most is equal speed. Mm. Equal speed going into the offensive zone makes the most of their opportunity. That was the best goal I've seen in some time as far as initiating the perfect give and go with the two players. Team Red, with their second goal, they still have 10 minutes to play. It's a big mountain, but it's a lot smaller than it was at the start of this period. Still tons of time here in this game. 9.55 remaining in regulation. Looks like we may have a time... Nope, they're going to hold the timeout. They just asked for the clock to be stopped in the meantime. As Uendizi and Richard connect on that goal to make it a 5-2 game. Serbu wins the faceoff, plays it, and Uendizi gets a stick on it. Tries to gain the zone as Serbu battling there in front of his own bench. They try to keep the puck pinned up, but now Uendizi gets it free. Gallerno checking there as Del Grande steps up to make a good defensive play. Pass near side to Martin Paul. Paul brings it into the zone. He's got Uendizi trailing, makes the pass to him. Uendizi takes it to the far side hash marks where Serbu just gets to it ahead of him and dumps it down the length of the ice. Icing indicated and icing called here as Gallerno so close to beating out that icing. Nine He's minutes remaining here in the third period. It's 5-2 in favor of Team Yellow. You saw another opportunity there by Team Red, but when Richard walked into the zone, the players weren't there again. We're looking for the players, but, uh, but at least it seems to be a little bit of an improvement than what we saw earlier in the hockey game. Team Red with an opportunity here as they have the face-off to the left of the goaltender, Joey Cabral. 
Richard wins the draw. Ruddle with the shot from the half wall. That gets knocked down. Another chance for Richard, and Cabral makes a good save there. Battle for the puck behind the net. A couple players from each team involved in the scrum as Brian Mackey tries to dig it loose. Simone Richard takes the shot. That gets knocked down. And Team Yellow cleared out through center ice. Richard first back on it for Team Red. Endures a minor slash there. Nothing doing. Good, strong skating from Richard. Brings the puck into the zone. Tried to make the draw pass, and it's turned over. And here goes Jamie Fodak for Team Yellow. Makes the pass over to Stenicky. Good back check by Richard as he broke that pass up. And here goes Ruddle for Team Red. Ruddle tries to dump it in deep. That's picked off by Fodak. And now Del Grande following it up. Can't get it in deep either. Team Yellow dump it all the way down here. Not enough for icing, so Uendizi has to retrieve it with 7.40 remaining here in the third period of play. Vieni Uendizi, who's got a goal and an assist here for Team Red in the third period. They dig the puck out, but Uendizi can't corral it. Team Yellow play it near side, just out of the reach of Cincinnati. As Team Red get it to center, Kiefer Jones battling there against Duendizi. Jones just hammers it in deep, and just as quickly, Team Red shoot it down the ice. But that's going to be an icing call against Team Red with 7.05 left in the third. Little sloppy play by both of those teams, just not able to get things going offensively, and a lot of neutral zone play on this. We'll, we'll see if this faceoff here to the left of the goaltender is, uh, is any kind of indication of uh, Team Yellow being able to maintain the puck in the offensive zone. They've taken their foot off the gas a little bit here in the third period, but uh, still hold that three-goal lead. Well, we talk about Twitter shout-outs, social media shout-outs. A big shout-out to Curtis Ruddle, who's here participating in the Child and Youth Division, and he's got to be pretty proud of his dad, James Ruddle, who got a goal here for Team Red as they continue to battle back down by three. A great goal, too, to open up the scoring for Team Red. Yeah, big one. Azuandizi set it up on a tee, and Ruddle puts it home. So a big shout-out to all the Ruddle family tuning in, but Curtis especially. He's been great sending all sorts of tweets and messages on Instagram. As Richard gets it out of the zone, quickly dumped back in with 6.05 remaining here in the third period. Team Red trailing by three, but, well, you could say they've got momentum on their side right now as Uendizi passes it just out of the reach of Richard. Richard hustling to that loose puck. Galano gets to it ahead of him, but under pressure, Galano coughs it up, and it just comes outside the blue line past Butterfield. Galerno, good stick lift to get around Butterfield, takes the puck all the way behind the goal, where he's stripped by Simone Richard. Richard has his pocket picked by Serbu. Serbu lays it off to the near corner. And Team Red make a good tape-to-tape -tape pass as Martin Paul gets it up to Uendizi. Great play by Kiefer Jones to hold the line. As they try to keep the puck in the zone, it comes out, so Team Yellow have to retreat on the delayed offside. Uendizi and Richard, neither one can get clear control of the puck. A great back check there by Roland Arndt to break up that break. Puck dumped in. Jones first on it for Team Yellow, up in his natural forward position right now. Puck comes all the way inside the Team Yellow blue line where it's picked up by Roland Arndt. Plays it forward as Brian Cowie gets to that loose puck. Fodak sweeps it to the far side boards. Del Grande gets there first for Team Red. 
Knocked off the boards and all the way down the ice. Not enough for icing as Ruddle gives chase here. He'll get to that loose puck with 4.30 remaining in the third. Ruddle checking his options for a pass. Centers out front and just out of the reach of Martin Paul. And Team Yellow take possession as Jamie Fodak skates it out. Nice back check there as Brian Mackey tied up the stick of Fodak. Jones, he'll dump it in for Team Yellow with 4.10 remaining in the third. Cowie tries to center it. Del Grande gets a piece of that and now he's got room to skate. Del Grande, good pass there to Randy Banks who chips it off the boards and down the ice as Team Yellow take possession inside their own zone. Brian Mackey nearly holds it in for Team Red. It just comes across the line so they'll have to Leave the zone, and Simone Richard will try break back in for Team Red. Richard takes it across the blue line. He's got a couple options. Makes the pass there to Mackey, but he couldn't corral it cleanly. And now it's on the stick of Blake Stenicky for Team Yellow. Stenicky dumps it in, but Del Grande gets there first for Team Red. Nice stop by Del Grande to evade the check of Stenicky. And then he plays it up as Mahan takes control for Team Yellow. 3.15 remaining in the third period. Team Yellow maintaining a 5-2 lead over Team Red as James Ruddle digs it off the half wall, centered, but no one in the slot for Team Red to get a stick on it. Serbu can't get around the defensive play. Nice work by Norman Blay. On the second effort, they get it out, and Serbu will dump it in. He takes down Richard, and that's going to be a penalty against Kelly Serbu with 2.50 remaining in the third. He doesn't like the call, but he's going to have to sit for the next two minutes or less. No, he's shaking his head, but, you know, you almost think in the back of his head he knew he did something wrong once that happened. And, and when you're in the attacking zone and you take down the defender, uh, you know, you will get called on this nine times out of ten. So Serbu will serve yet another penalty here in this hockey game as uh, Red will go on the power play and have called a timeout. With 2.41 remaining here in the third period, Team Red trailing by three. They're going to, I believe, they're going to opt to pull the goaltender here. Yes, they will. So they'll go for the extra attacker, making this a six-on-four power play. Well, that's a significant difference, too, when you look at manpower. So take advantage of this power play. You reduce it to two goals, and you still have about two minutes left in the hockey game. It seems steep, but it has happened in hockey. It has happened in all sorts of hockey. It can happen again today. Well, we saw it earlier today where Team Black was trailing 1-0 with only a few minutes remaining, and yet they pull out a 2-1 victory, the game winner coming on a shorthanded goal. So, yeah, in blind hockey, there's no such thing as a guaranteed lead, and you might think a three-goal lead with 2.41 left is enough to secure a victory, but, hey, ask the Maple Leafs about that. <laughs> how, how true is that? And, <laughs> press, and you can tell Press Row is actually listening to us. So, they you know did what? not like that, but, eh? but they did not like that call. And uh, hey, we won't get into uh, tonight's game against the Winnipeg Jets because I think you guys know who I'm cheering for. <laughs> Puck into the bench, so we'll have to retake this face off here with two and a half minutes remaining in the third period. The draw will actually come inside the team red zone, but I don't believe they're gonna send the goaltender back out. They'll keep him out for the extra attack. Absolutely, they hope to win this draw and move the puck up the ice. However, they don't do it right away. Kiefer Jones plays it around the boards behind the net and it'll be controlled here by Simone Richard for team red. 
Brings the puck through the neutral zone across center ice and into the attacking zone as no one can catch Richard. Centered in front for Uendizi, but a nice defensive tie-up by Vince Ryan lifted the stick at the last second. Ryan out muscles Richard, and Ryan doesn't like that call. He actually tried to show, listen, I'm not even touching him, but a pretty easy call there for the officials as the bigger Ryan takes down the smaller Richard. And a six on three six now. Six on three power play with the face off deep in Team Yellow Zone. It should be interesting to see what they can do here, considering they've doubled the manpower of what Team Yellow has. You don't see this too often, folks, where it's a six on three. You see six on four, six on fives, depending on what time of game it is. But six on three, big chance for Team Red. They win the face off. Martin Paul lets the shot fly, and it just goes wide of the near post. Kiefer Jones plays it around the far side boards. Gallerno comes up with it and he brings it out of the zone, but not much further offside. Team Red, Ruddle didn't realize he had a man in deep there. So we'll have a face off with a minute 30 left in the third. Yeah, Team Red had a man trapped deep and wasn't fast enough coming outside to avoid the offside. They'll try to regroup here, but only a minute 24 remaining in the hockey game. They're gonna have to do something fast. 44 seconds left in the first minor penalty, and Vince Ryan will likely end the game in the box, barring a miraculous comeback here from Team Red as they trail by three with a minute 15 remaining in regulation. Joseph Del Grande picks up the puck from his own faceoff dot, plays it near side as Uendizi grabs it for Team Red. Wendizi brings it into the zone. He's got Richard on the right wing, makes the pass over to Simone Richard, lets the shot fly off the post. Oh, so close as those two continue to work magic here for Team Red, Vienna Wendizi and Simone Richard. Nice play by Kiefer Jones to dig it out of the scrum and play it down, but still 45 seconds left here as Team Red's Norman Blay brings it back across the blue line. Blay leaves it for Richard. Clean pass, Richard cuts to the net, actually has to take it behind the goal. Centered out front, goal mouth scramble, and Cabral stays tough down low to make a big save. And that penalty to Kelly Serbu is now over, so it'll be six on four for the remainder of the 30 seconds left in this game. So Team Red unable to capitalize on the man advantage with two of the top players from Team Yellow in the box. It was Serbu and Vince Ryan. And as Dave just mentioned, Serbu now out of the box, so it's just Vince in there with 30 seconds left in regulation. Simone Richard takes the draw, wins it to James Ruddle. Ruddle shot, that gets blocked down by Serbu. Still there as they feed it back to the point. Richard keeps it in at the blue line, plays it to the far side wall with 20 seconds left here in regulation. Richard being muscled closely by Serbu, no call as Richard loses his footing, the puck loose. And with just 10 seconds left, Serbu takes it behind his net, rims it around the boards, and that'll do it as Team Yellow secure their first victory in round robin in the final round robin game. A big 5-2 win. Dave, they flexed their muscle early and they held on down the stretch. And some clutch goaltending from Joey Cabral secures the victory for Team Yellow. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. 
Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepherd of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hadjar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Shaun of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.